Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, let us say hello to Justin Gaethje, two-time UFC title challenger, former interim UFC lightweight champ, former World Series of Fighting champion, one of the most exciting fighters, in my opinion, in the history of the sport. But he is also teaming up with the UFC and Modelo to help renovate Tapera Boxing Club in Denver after tragedy unfortunately struck earlier this year. So I'm glad to have Justin on to talk about that and much more. Justin, how are you, my man? I'm doing great. Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So for those who weren't aware, to add a little bit of context to this, the gym was founded in 2011 by Joaquin Romero. It's been a staple in the community ever since. But in February, Joaquin was killed in an unfortunate hit and run accident. And now Joaquin's father, Oscar, has taken the reins to fulfill his son's legacy and with this revitalization program, the gym has got gym's gotten some much needed renovations, new equipment, rings, new bags, doors, mirrors, lockers, and the list goes on. And this is just another example of how Justin, the MMA community comes together when one of its own is in need. So, and that's what's happening here. So Justin, you're obviously a big part of this. How did you get brought into the fold here? Yes. So I did um, some appearances from Modelo at one of these UFC events out in, out in i think it was vegas and i think i talked to one of them about um you know teaming up with being part of a gym refurbishment here in denver and i was you know completely on board you know right off the bat what has you know this all meant to you not just from an mma perspective but like you said a community perspective as well because like we mentioned the gym has been there for over a decade it's been a, a pillar in the community and after a tragedy like this to be able to be a part of something like this, to revitalize and, and help this family out. What has that meant to you personally? Yeah. I mean, you know, this gym, I just, I just left there. I just got home and this gym is right up the street from um, one of the schools that my, my best friend teaches at. Um, you know, it's not what you would consider. It's not Cherry Creek. It's not uh, the Scottsdale of Phoenix. You know, this is just people um, working, working. There's a ton of good food tell you that but these kids are uh these kids are looking for opportunities and you know the boxing gym is such a good path to uh to get aggression out i mean you're not asking them to go play piano to play an instrument i mean they're still getting aggression out these kids are so hyperactive um and there's so many distractions within the city uh when it comes to being you know that age group you know being around their peers that are getting in trouble and uh so for you know every fighter that's in the ufc or every boxer that's fighting on a pay-per-view or even not on a pay-per-view started in a gym just like this. And without these gyms, 
across the nation, you know, we would be, uh, there wouldn't be fighting. Um, there wouldn't be kids with avenues to go out there and, and find, you know, things to, to keep them occupied. So I think that's um, the biggest takeaway for me is um, being able to, and again, these gyms aren't, you know, there's no gyms aren't, aren't there to make money. They're not there to be rich. They're there to provide to the community, to be an outlet for kids, for adults to, you know, stay in shape, be healthy and stay out of trouble. So, I mean, it's perfect. I'm glad we picked this gym. It's in the perfect location. Uh, yeah, it's a good cause. Um, yeah, it goes right along with Modelo, not where you're, not where you're from, what you're made of. Um, that's what we're doing. Well said. And you said you just got back from there. What what was the day at the club like? What, what was the experience like? And, and just seeing it all come together, what did you see? What was it like for you? Yeah, I mean, they, I think they received around 50 to 100 new pairs of boxing gloves. I mean, that's huge for a gym like that. It's going to last them the whole year. Uh, new new bags to hit, um, new mats. I mean, we were putting up, we were hanging up bags. They got some uh, some really cool bags, different um, different designs that they're not probably not used to seeing. So that's uh, you know new speed bags. So it's all um, it's all good. Like I said, it's in. Um, they've been expanding a lot. They've expanded a lot since COVID kind of kicked off. And there was a there was a class outside waiting to come inside when I left. And they were all, you know, all pumped up to work out. So do you, do you hope to be part of more of these in the future, whether it be in the Denver area or outside of it? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I can't, I can't harp on this enough. You know, my, my college degree was human services, social work. Uh, these are opportunities that I look for every day, you know, and um, I just flew back from Vegas to do, you know, a, a charity event for, for first responders and, and veterans. And I get to come back and do, I mean, this, um, this makes me happy. You know, it brings me peace and uh, I get to help out. So it's perfect. Awesome stuff. Uh, kudos to you for getting involved. Now I want to transition a little bit to you because we last saw you compete in May against Charles Oliveira for the title. It didn't go your way. And we talked to you at the hall of fame, red carpet in July. You talked about how you learned a lot from that fight. And you also mentioned that you were getting some nose surgery. You wanted to clear some things up before you came back. So, so how did that go? And how are you feeling now? Yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, it was 13 years, no nose. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've had two of my senses pretty much broken and then fixed my eyes and my nose. And I don't know which one's better. I mean, can't imagine not being able to see, but being able to see 2020 is something special. But being able to anticipate your food, um, sleep, and just really just live, uh, live how we're supposed to, you know, having two methods of oxygen intake is the, uh, it's something um, I'm really enjoying right now. You said 13 years, no nose. Do you, is there a moment that you can pinpoint like the last time you could smell food and get prepared for it and things like that? Has it, can you remember the last time you felt like this? No, I don't. I mean, so whenever, whenever this happened, I was wrestling in college. I was in the middle of a wrestling season in the middle, you know, so I was cutting weight. Um, no. And, and pretty much the entire time before that I was living in college, with uh, eating McDonald's. So no, I don't miss that. Uh, I don't remember that, but yeah, it's cool. Um, you know, you get to eat good food now, so it's really good to just enjoy it as much as I should. I'm glad you're feeling better. Have you thought about, I mean, I'm sure you have, but like, do you have a timeline in mind on when you might be able to return? Uh, I told him, I told him next year. Uh, yeah, I told him next year, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to work out now. I'm back in, you know, back in a regular routine. Um, but yeah, I wanted, you know, one thing we have over other, other, sports is you know the, the, the body is resilient but you have to give it time i got hit really hard i had a hard camp 
And uh, yeah, I wanted to take a break. It was nice that I got to get my nose fixed. Um, you know, they got to fight for the title. Someone's got to fight the loser. Chandler and Poirier are going to fight. Someone's got to fight the winner. Um, so yeah, I'll be ready next year. Um, ideally, I mean, January, February, March, whatever they want to do. But I'm not sure when Kamara's going to London, but I wouldn't mind fighting in London. Yeah, and then, you know, Benil Dariush and Matush Gamrod are fighting on the UFC 280 card as well. So yeah. are you just thinking sort of like one of the pieces of that sort of six-man puzzle right now makes sense? Does anybody else sort of stand out to you? I mean, again, I, I'm back to training. You know, you, you, you're you drawing bigger pictures and better pictures than me. I'm a, I'm a day to quarter mile at a time type of guy. So, um, you know, first and foremost, I need to get my strength back. I need to get back into cardio, you know, cardiovascular shape. I'm going to really concentrate on, you know, grappling and lifting weights for a month. And then, you know, my cardio, I'm, the crazy thing is I've been eating so healthy since I fought. My numbers, when it comes to my... You know, my, my two, three mile times, I'm hitting the same numbers I was hitting at the end of my camps. Um, so I feel great, you know, but again, that, uh, the natural break that I needed was, is going to be, is going to be huge for my, you know, for my confidence, for, for my health, all that stuff, you know, nobody's looking out for us other than ourselves. So I'm going to make those choices. So. I am glad you sort of gave some sort of like some time early next year because reports did service on social media that the UFC was trying to put together a fight between you and Rafael Fazeev for UFC 282 in December. I mean, we checked into it, didn't get a lot from that, but did that ever get offered to you from your knowledge? No, I told him I wasn't fighting this year. So why would they offer it to me? Yeah. That's what I thought. You know how these social media sites yeah. work sometimes. Crazy place. It definitely is. Um, that's that's where I find out who I'm fighting usually. So you never know. <laughs> okay. Um, I know things between you and Conor McGregor haven't obviously been cordial to say the least, but just kind of looking at that matchup. I mean, obviously Conor's a huge name. It's great for you and for the bank account, obviously. And I'm sure there's a big part of you that would like to get in there and fight him for your own reasons. But to me, yeah. and we've talked about this with my colleagues that I've conversed with about this potential matchmaking, the fight between the two of you guys on paper might be the most exciting matchup in UFC history. Like two guys who get in there looking to finish. You're looking to get out of there as quickly as possible. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like before you guys turn the page, this fight needs to happen at some point, depending on when he's ready to come back, what your schedule looks like. I feel like this is the fight to make within the next 12 months. I mean, who knows? I mean, if, if everybody just would just remember correctly, you know, I fought cowboy, I beat cowboy. And then he fought Cowboy right after that. I was uh, I was primed, ready to go. Uh, sounds to me like he's off taking steroids right now. He hasn't been drug tested by USADA in quite some time. Um, I'm looking for a fair competition. You know, if, if everyone, if he's on steroids, then give me steroids and let's go. Yeah, I'm down with that. But my health is my biggest factor. I have never taken a performance-enhancing drug, and I do not want to fight people that are taking performance-enhancing drugs. So once he's, I mean, again, even if they, I don't even know how it works. I don't even know how steroids work. I'm sure there's windows. I'm sure he'd be fine. I'm sure he can come back and be clean. But the fact that he hasn't been being drug tested tells me he's been off taking steroids, you know, whether to heal his leg or not. If I break my leg, I'm not taking the steroids to heal my leg. So that's going to be the title of our thing. I'd rather it not be. Um, but he had the chance to fight me. Uh, he didn't fight me. He picked Cowboy. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. Who cares? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, okay. I'm sure he's confident that he's much more confident now that he could beat me. 
he clearly didn't take that fight then because he, you know, wasn't confident. So maybe he's more confident now and more willing to dance. Who knows? Two last quick things. I, I ran off your list of accolades when I introduced you here. And there was a time where you were a few fights into your UFC run and you sort of put a shelf life on everything and you only had this many fights left. And it seems like obviously you've changed course a bit over the years as your career has progressed. And now you have this, this new sense literally with the nose and it's all good. But what else do you feel is there for you to prove or accomplish? Is it winning the title? Is there other benchmarks that you strive to hit? Like what else do you have left on, on the bucket list? Yeah, I mean, so that specific quote is, is I would take, I'll have four, four or five more wars. Um, since then, I believe I've only had one. So it looks like I got three or four left in the tank, but I'm, it's probably closer to two or three uh, fights like the Charles fight. But um, ultimately, my goal is to be the world champion. You know, I like to follow the correct process. I think I need two wins possibly three but hopefully two two knockouts in the first round you know gets me right back into title contention um you know i don't think that uh as soon as i maybe don't believe or have confidence that i could be the best in the world then i have no reason to keep going do you have a pick for the title fight yet i don't i don't i, I mean it could be an amazing fight, but it could be extremely, you know, boring. Makachev probably wins by decision, uh, but Oliver has been super impressive. So, I don't know. I think uh, whoever is hanging out on their back foot is going to lose. I don't see Makachev being on his back foot, and uh, Charles is going to make it a point to not be on his back foot, but can Makachev put him there is going to be the biggest factor. Well, Justin, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, my man. Congrats on the on the nose. I'm glad 13 years is a freaking long time, man. And now you uh, you have this new outlook on life, so to speak. You can enjoy food now. You can enjoy that it's coming your way. So uh, thank you very much again for this incredible stuff with Modelo in the UFC and the gym revitalization program. Glad you could be a part of it. Is there anything else you want to say in regards to that before we wrap up here? No, I mean, just looking forward to, to the next opportunity, whether it's a different state, you know, I like to stick around Colorado. I'm from Arizona. So I know this is their second gym refurbishment they've done. So I'm looking forward to the next one. Awesome. Great stuff, Justin. Thanks again. All the best to you and excited to see what's next for you sometime in 2023, my man. All right. Thank you, man. Have a good one. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.